0: what's up spooky film fans and welcome to another episode of what the trick brackets or treat uh the movie podcast where we rewrite films we haven't seen based only on the poster my name's matt i'm mac and today we'll be figuring out just what the hell happens in the host
1: what the flick, what the flick, we don't know what a movie is Gonna tell you what we think it's about but the help of the
0: poster, we we'll figure it out What the flick, what the flick, in a writer's film that already exists for we'll but doing it cause we're so cool And back to two years up in school What the flick, what the flick, when are we gonna watch that shit Got better writers than Steven Spielberg the directors are all dumb What the flick, what the flick, that's the name of the podcast It's almost time so make some noises time to the poster boys. So what the flick bla bla bla, ba ba, ba ba, ba, ba. Blah I'm a Dracula because it's, so, it's Halloween
1: season. <laughs>
0: <Who am>
1: I, <laughs> <then>? <laughs> what what creepy scre- creature was but- that? A
0: Skellington laugh you were doing there?
1: Yeah.
0: Here's a interesting thing that I've noticed, and I'm sure that many other people have noticed. Okay. I can't be the first to say this, right? Yeah. There are no genuinely scary horror movies where the villain is a Skellington.
1: You, you have right? talked about this porn, it's true. There's none.
0: Every other monster, as far as I can see, has got a genuinely spooky movie. Like a genuinely Correct. scary movie. Mm-hmm. Starring a monster. Skellingtons, none. And you'd no. think you could make one. Because Skellingtons yeah. are... But Because I, I guess the closest you get to Skellingtons is zombies. Right? Yeah. Because a zombie is just a young Skellington,
1: i guess But <laughs> well, i feel like skeletons are magic or well at least more magical that's than what i right? think
0: as well yeah zombies
1: yeah. it could be a virus
0: i think a skeleton has to be magic
1: i think if it's zombies you can understand there's still enough muscles and you attach them together they can get around but skeletons yeah. have nothing right they've got a they've got to be orchestrated by spirits <laughs> yeah yeah or a or a wizard or a or a um, marionette artist <laughs>
0: Yeah, but there's not even any scary movies where skeletons are like henchmen for a sorcerer, you know? Skeletons are the only monster that is inherently com- comedic.
1: Yeah, it's the only classic movie monster that there's nothing that you wouldn't be frightened by if you saw it. Yeah, the bones are their money. <laughs> if you saw a skeleton, right? Like, Jay, you're like a skeleton. Arms outstretched in I'd front of it, waggling its fingers. Get
0: out of my, I, my yeah
1: yeah. No, I don't no, no. just... know. I, I would I would I'd shit myself. What I'm saying is, if that happened to you and you were in a room where there's only one door and the skeleton's coming through the door, I, you'd be pretty confident you could win that fight, right? <laughs> it's bones, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like I mean, all I, if I have like, if I'm in this room now and a skeleton comes through my door. I could grab my monitor and cave in its legs and it's not going to be able to get up by the time I've got out of the room. No, sure. But I mean, I guess you could also do that to a zombie. Yeah, but the thing is, a zombie will bite you and then you become a zombie, right? A skeleton, what's it going to do? Bite me with its human mouth?
0: (laughs) What happens if you bite? I don't know what a skeleton does.
1: A skeleton bites you, your skin falls off.
0: (laughs) Does Does a skeleton bite you and then your skeleton climbs out of your mouth?
1: Well, that's what I was going to say because you pitched to me before. That's the only way to make a skeleton movie scary be if it's all the skeletons decide to gang up against humans and <laughs> they all decide yeah. to get out. And I think that's horrible. I think it's well, awful no, my to pitch
0: my, my pitch for scary skeletons is skeletons that desperately want to be back in a body and so they try and <laughs> climb into you.
1: Yeah. I knew it was something right? about the mouth. I, I, think, I knew you had a mouth-based skeletons. I think if you
0: had a movie where you got to watch... A skeleton, like a realistic looking skeleton, climb inside a person and wear them like a skin suit. Oh. Yeah. I think that would be that would be spooky. Hang
1: on, I've just Can gotta you... let this stupid dog out. No problem. I'll I'll save my thought till your turn. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm i'm back mm-hmm.
1: okay i was doing hold music um can you imagine anything scarier than seeing someone with two skeletons in them exactly because it wouldn't fit would be hard, awful awful to see. Thing. it'd be awful right and like imagine that. if
0: that then that skeleton is like chasing you but it's wearing the corpse of like your friend
1: yeah awful to think of yeah
0: that'd be a really awful design potential potential yeah,
1: no, I think that's good. For scary I Jerry's skeletons,
0: but nobody's done
1: it. I think that's Jerry very good. It's it it. It's like you know, I've told you before my zombie idea, which is it's the zombie apocalypse, but all the zombies are fully aware of what's happening, but they're just so insatiably hungry they can't help themselves. But that's what I was saying. Is like I like the idea of both of us having the classic movie monsters, but reinventing them in a way that uh, makes them scary again. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are kind of dumb with zombies, not. If I hear about a movie and then it's like, oh yeah, and then there's zombies, I'm like, I'm out. I'm just not watching yeah. another zombie movie. I don't yeah. care how good you tell me it is, I'm not watching another zombie movie.
1: You're not going to watch Army of the Dead, Matt? <laughs> Starring Dave Bautista and
0: <laughs> TJ Miller digitally replaced with Tignataro.
1: <laughs> is TJ Miller an Army of the Did Dead? Did you know
0: that about, I think, so... I think it was T.J. Miller. Well, that's, I might also, this- that's also too crazy, people, to swap with It shows. was It was some kind of sex pest. <laughs> right. And I think it's T.J. Miller. Some kind of comedy sex pest was in the movie, and they shot the movie, they finished the movie, and then it came out that he was a no-good creepo. Yeah. And they... Decided they were going to replace him, and so they hired Tignataro, shot all of the stuff on green screen, like matching the lighting, everything, and then they digitally replaced every single instance of the person I think is TJ Miller with Tignataro.
1: I'm in. I, I'm in this with all the respect in the world to Tignataro and none to TJ Miller. That's a fucked replacement. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> that it's genuinely like being like we've got to take Russell Brand out of this film, just fucking Patilda Tilda Swinton in. <laughs> like, like that's what it feels like. It's just like the quality of person that you're replacing them with. It's like, well, we're going to have to spend millions and millions of dollars to superimpose this person and we may as well make them a very no, good actor. you know actor. what?
0: I was wrong. It's yeah. not TJ Miller. But it, you'll understand why I thought it was TJ Miller when I tell you it was Chris D'Elia.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Crestelier strikes me as, like, dirty T.J. Miller. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he, like, he'd go around to his flat, and he'd be like, hey, come on in, and he'd just sweep pizza boxes off the floor for you to step through.
0: Yeah. But I really, like, I don't think that you should watch Army of the Dead. No. My belief is that it is not a good movie, and I won't be told otherwise. Um, right. I think you should watch, though, on YouTube... Just a couple of scenes with Tina taro in it. Yeah. And tell me that it doesn't, it's not, like, seamless.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited tell. to do that after.
0: I'm excited to do that. You cannot oh. tell. And it's one of those things where it's like, it it's, it's when people will, dickheads, when dickheads will go, oh, it's just CGI, you just press a button now, and oh, it's not as good as practical effects. It's like, Fuck off. Yeah. They replaced a sex pest with Tignataro <laughs> after they completely finished the movie. And you cannot tell unless somebody told you. Yeah. That's magic. And somebody did that frame by frame, painstakingly. Yeah. It's incredible. And it is like such an achievement of just like fucking hard work. And it's a shame that it happened. On
1: <laughs> Army of the Dead, what I'm
0: assuming is a terrible movie. Army of the Dead.
1: I, I think Army of the Dead is the film that I believe I once heard Sean Carney of Scary Boys say that they brought in one female character and killed her before they revealed her name. <laughs> so good. good. Uh, I think it's probably not. A, I don't think it's a great film. By yeah, you know, by you know, anyone's standards. <laughs> I, this is a real side note to the conversation been having, but i think it's important to talk about and it feels very what the flick heavy conversation is taking one of the best names in hollywood oh absolutely it is yeah it's a fucking great name what a fucking cool ass name
0: i love in the credits of a movie
1: i love when there's just like you know, like oh there's a there's like a notable like character actor that you don't really know and you're like, what's their name? And you find out it's something like Tig Nataru, and you're like, my yeah. God, what a fucking bagger of a name. I think at some point we should do an episode where we just go through our favorite character actors and then try and pitch uh, an ensemble piece with just them. That would be good. Yeah. Um, Matt, do you know anything about The Host? Um, No.
0: I know it's a monster movie. I know it's the same director that did Old Boy, very mm-hmm. fucked up movie. Yeah. Um, And I know that it is the favorite movie of our friend and yours, if you also know him. Adam, favorite movie is The Host. Um, So we're going to ruin it
1: for him. Um, I know one thing about The Host, but I don't... Okay, here's what I'm going to say, Matt. And again, this is very much in keeping with the premise of this show. Yeah. I know a fact about a Korean monster movie that I think is the host. Okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> and I don't think I know <laughs> the entire fact. <laughs> good, 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 good. Perfect. I think I think the design of the monster is based on, like, Harvey Weinstein or something. That seems unlikely. <laughs> no, one of the monsters in one of these films is based on someone who's got big jowls, and that's, like, the January, like, we're going to base it Isn't, off this what,
0: Like, one of the... One of the orcs in Lord of the Rings is Harvey Weinstein. Well,
1: then maybe is it, that maybe is what you're it, thinking it, of. No, I'm genuinely, I think there's something to do with this, this this film also, but I could be wrong. You know, like the fucked up orc
0: in the Return. No, oh no, you've, I'm talking to the wrong. I'm talking to the wrong here. Man, is I've seen you, them all now.
1: I've watched. Them oh, all. you have. Oh, I, okay. completed, so I completed I completed it a month ago today.
0: <laughs> do you remember the big pink orc in the third one? Of course. The one so that like gets he hit by a rock <laughs> and he steps aside. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the one.
1: Well, maybe that is what I based on. And if that's the case, it's fucked that I've mixed that up with the host. It is.
0: Anyway, so look, yeah, let's have a look at this bloody poster. Time for the poster. Let's look at the poster, poster time. It's poster time. It's a lady being held up by some sort of tentacle in the shape of a question mark, coming out of some sort of bay. There's a city skyline in the background, and, and it says the host. It's very simple, very effective, very memorable poster, I'd say.
1: Can I tell you my immediate thought when I saw this poster on it? It's, it's, a, cr- it's a crazy thing to say. Please do. I thought... <laughs> I feel like I'm such an idiot before I ever go in there. I thought that possibly the monster was a plant. Right? Okay. And the woman was one
0: of those flowers that looks like something. Oh my god, that's good. It's almost like um like an anglerfish.
1: Yeah, but it's But, but instead of a light, <laughs>
0: it's got a lady. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked. I love that.
1: And I it was like like they just the woman's walking around, someone's like, hey, you've got a big what's that big thing? Come around your back, and then she just eats them. <laughs>
0: Or maybe, like, you know, the monster's got this lady on a big tentacle and it walks her along like a pier and then, like, pulls it back off so it looks like she's falling in the water. And then when people Mm -hmm. dive in to save the lady,
1: it eats them. Uh, Just as a quick side note, the creature's design was inspired by just a mutant fish that was found in the river the movie was filmed on. Anyway. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) not by Harvey Weinstein, then. (laughs) I think we should perpetuate the rumor that it is, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> anyway yeah i think i think the idea of it being like uh, uh, an, uh i think that's so
0: cool actually because because then you can have like this a, a carnivorous plant yeah well and you can have this like myth right mm-hmm. this yeah. like urban legend of the, go- the a ghost that haunts the docks you know yeah. in new york um, city or whatever down the yeah. hudson On the Hudson, is that the New York River? On the Hudson River. That's the one Sully landed on. Yeah, exactly. The ghost of Sully. Um, (laughs) You know, if you go down, like, uh, at night times, you can see, like, a lady, and she falls in the water, and, you know, don't try and save her, because it's a ghost, and and you'll never be heard from again. You know, so it starts Mm. off as like a, you think it's going to be a ghost story, but then it turns into a creature feature by the end.
1: Yeah, which unfortunately the poster does ruin, but I still think that's a good bit.
0: Yeah, but that's a very Hollywood thing to do as well, is to (laughs) ruin a perfectly good twist.
1: But yeah, I think just that, because again, right, if you imagine this as like, this film's like 2005-ish, I think? It's like mid-2000s, right? I feel like 2000s was around about the time that we're really ramping up uh, people are are dumping waste and it's mutating things, right? It feels like nineties yeah, to yeah, live, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. And I really feel like you could have you could have a thing where it's like this beautiful river in Korea used to be this like wonderful river. People would go and play and like the, you know, the sides of it, you'd go boating and stuff. And it's become so disgusting and full of pollution now that like you know the fish yeah. are mutating and stuff. And then you could be like. Because as we already know now, there's something about a mutant fish in this river. You could have a whole thing where they're like, even some of the plants are starting to act differently. And this could literally be something as simple as like, it's like an aquatic version of like a Venus flytrap. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it it could be like, somebody died, I think. Maybe like there was some some ecological protesters or something. Some like you know, friends of the earth motherfuckers who were protesting the development mm. or the, the power plant or whatever it was, and one yeah. of them drowned. And then that's yeah. what led to the urban legend. But really what happened was that her, yeah, her body just like got into some nuclear waste with some algae or whatever, and it became this carnivorous yeah. like Venus flytrap thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what if it's just like loads of plants like all like were eating her, her body as it was in the river, right? But because yeah. there was lo- loads of them, then it's like there's loads of these like like person plants essentially. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they've all taken away a bit of her DNA. So it's just like they've grown like a quote unquote human. Do you get me? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so I guess what's going on is it becomes like this urban legend because Dock workers are going missing, you know, night watchmen, Mm. people like of this nature. And Mm. the company's trying to, like, cover it up because they're doing evil dumping of toxic waste and shit. And Mm. they don't want to get in trouble. And then maybe there's, like, an investigative journalist who goes to figure out what's going on, uh, whose name is... Sally um, Fourstrings. Sure, Sally Fourstrings. Yeah, she's trying to figure it out, and her boss at the newspaper is like sally you gotta stop this you gotta focus on your own you know you're you're not a you're not a um a environment journalist you're a fashion journalist and you've yeah. got go to go to big fashion town and she's like i'm not going to big fashion town boss there's a story <laughs> here going. god damn it and i've got to chase
1: it down i'm not going to big fashion town. <laughs> you gotta go to big fashion town who are we gonna send if you don't go <laughs> Who are we going to send to Big Fashion Town? Send Jeff to Big Fashion
0: Town. Jeff can't go to Big Fashion Town. He's seventy-four years old. <laughs> Jeff's been wearing navy and black every day this week. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about fashion. Yeah, but she, she, you know, she argues the case, and he's like, oh, "All right, you got, you got forty-eight hours to figure out this mess. Otherwise, you're yeah, back in Fashion Town." And she's like, "Okay, boss.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, there's worse places to go than Big Fashion Town," she says. While while Jeff is packing, just like his FBI female body inspector T-shirt into <laughs> into a bag to go to big fashion time. yeah, I think that's a good start. I, yeah, I think researching the docs good, right? And then yeah, cause you could have a whole thing where like maybe that's how. Um, well, maybe she's like, maybe
0: she's like, listen, boss, you know the the fatality rate, you know the, the fatality rate at this docks is like five times higher than the national average. There's, there's got to be something to this. You know, the, the dock workers, they have say they're talking about this urban legend and he's like, that's bullshit, superstitious nonsense. You know, we can't, and we're not going to tread on toes. This is a company town, you know? Mm-hmm. If, if yeah, we yeah. start, you know, throwing rocks, then maybe the whole, the whole Jenga town is going to come down. And mm. if the company moves out of town, then, you know, we're going to lose all this work and everybody, the town's oh. going to go to shit. And so we got to be real careful
1: mad i've got a good i've got a good analogy here that he could use because it works with the plant metaphor of the monster of the film go for it you go around throwing rocks you're gonna smash the greenhouse and then how are we gonna grow
0: yeah exactly
1: exactly and she's like well no
0: i've got to figure this out here i go i'm sally four strings and i'm gonna win a pulitzer prize
1: (laughs) yeah good who do you think's the plan who's playing sally um, I had someone in mind, but I'm very open because I think you're rolling this, and I think, I think you've got a good vision for it. But I've got a suggestion.
0: Yeah, go on. My only suggestion is Julia Stiles. Okay, do you know who Amy Ryan is?
1: No, I don't. Amy Ryan, but I've this got Google. <laughs> Amy Ryan this is this a reference? I don't know if you'll get played Holly in the American Office. Nope. Is Michael's wife at, at the end? Face isn't ringing any bells for me. Let's have but I'm a happy t- to go with it. No, no, I, I think Julia Styles. I think Julia Stiles is arguably better, to be honest. I was just giving you the thought, it was in my head. I think Julia Styles would be very good for this. She's got um, Shakespearean chops, right? I, yeah, I guess so, huh? She's done 10 Things I Hate About You, the most famous Shakespearean film of all time. That's true. And yeah. I feel like
0: she's got, like, small-town kind of, like, vibes, you know? Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: maybe it's Tina Fey.
1: No, Tina Fe is not lying. Tana Fe is <laughs> a a very bad character in The Haunting of Venice. Oh, really? Have you seen a haunting? I've of not Venice? seen it, but I, but no. So someone t- sent me a YouTube video and said, "Watch this," and it was some of the worst acting I'd ever seen. Oh,
0: okay, cool.
1: <laughs> anyway, I think Julia Styles is good. I think Julia Styles is actually really good. Who do you think runs the paper? Um,
0: Whiplash is the obvious choice, right?
1: oh jake jake simmons, JK just simmons. J. Jonah yeah
0: exactly yeah
1: i see what's weird i <laughs> always forget jake simmons name as well like genuine ab always have to go and google like whiplash or J. Jonah Jameson to figure it out See, i was gonna say johnny goodman oh yeah hell that's good we've yeah yeah i could take john that. goodman loves a monster movie that's true well. he does He's in the cloverfield franchise yeah yeah I think Joan Goodman would be good. And I think maybe, do you reckon Julia Styles makes friends with a dock worker who maybe becomes uh, like the third character? Or do you reckon there's another reporter that they're friends with? Because I feel like we need to f- kind of flesh out some characters. I think bit, that right? she
0: has to go to the dock workers bar, you know? She has to go to the place where they all hang out yeah. and she's asking questions and nobody really wants to talk. Mm. And then there's one guy who's like, I'll let you in after dark, you know? And that mm. is yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stephen Yun, maybe?
1: Oh, yes,
0: I love Stephen. Yeun. He's like a night watchman or something. And he's like, listen. Well, I was going to say, what? My, maybe, he's, maybe he's like, maybe Stephen Yeun is the son of like the old night watchman who died.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. And he's
0: like, I've also I've been investigating and I think that there's shit going down as well. You and me, Julia Stiles, we're going to find out what's going on.
1: That ties in really well to the point I was going to make because I was going to say I reckon he's not a dock worker but he works at the dock worker's bar. And then you could have a whole thing where he was like actually like a scientist or something but he's trying to research his dad's death and nobody takes him seriously. So he's just got a job working at the docks but he can't actually do the dock work so he's like i'll just work the docks bar and it means i get information and stuff yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah over yeah, here yeah. the stuff people are talking about i get on the inside where right? everyone's friend right they don't have to worry about la- telling me work things because i'm just the bar guy sure you know what i mean yeah he's nice. like he's like the information guy it also means you can give him a load of um like lines where you don't have to Reveal things you can cut to the chest, but it's having steam in your nose thus already, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, yeah, they arrange to meet and they go to the docks after dark and maybe they see, it's misty, you know, fog, mm. there's fog rolling in and they are hiding from like one of the night guards down by the river and they just see like the silhouette of a lady walking along, you know, and then mm-hmm. suddenly she falls in the river the guard shouts, he dives in after her. And then he just never comes back up again. And they're like, holy yeah. shit, the urban legend's true. There is a fucking ghost that's been killing these guys, you know? And then afterwards, you know, you see in the paper, it's reported like Dot Worker like cr- accidentally crushed by a shipping container or whatever. And they're like, no, we were there. We know what happened. This is, there is a fucked cover up. Yeah.
1: But I think you could have... Oh, that changes what I was going to say. Okay, well, maybe that happens because I was going to suggest you have that thing where they ring the ambulance to the police because they've seen what's happened and it reveals they're there. But maybe that should be a second time they go whenever they're like, they're not meant to be there and they've already been told off for going, you know? No, I think that's good. I think it's good
0: that they call the police and maybe the police car rolls up, but instead of like the sheriff stepping out, the sheriff steps out, but he's also got the CEO with him. Mm, and he's yeah, like, no, yeah, you fellas good, weren't yeah. supposed to be here. Mm. And a man is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could charge you not only with breaking and entering, but also with Moida. Oh,
1: <laughs> but
0: instead, what we're going to do is we're going to let you go. You know, this time
1: we're going to let you go, but we need you to stop poking your nose around, right? Mark, can I very quickly just pitch the sheriff on CEO? Yeah. Sheriff is Michael Rooker. Do you know who Michael Rooker is? I know who Michael Rooker is. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Sheriff Michael Rooker. And I think the thing is, Michael Rooker's one of a real hard ass, but he does have the potential to be a good guy also. Do you know what I mean? So you could, you, have, you leave it open that he could change his mind and be like, oh, maybe they're right later on, but you also could just have him be a f- pure bastard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe the sheriff has, has got to turn at the end. Maybe he has like a face yeah, turn yeah, later on. Yeah. He's got a redemption arc where like, because I think what could be cool is if it turns out that the corporation are well aware of what's going on. You know, they know there's like mm. weird, fucked up person plant hybrids eating people in the bay, and they're doing experiments yeah. on them. Maybe they're trying to sell them to the
1: military. Well, I was going to say, what if it's because they know these plants are growing at a fucked rate and becoming so strong that they're, synth- like, taking syndicate... What is it? Synthicating? Is that what it's called? Syndicate? No. What is it? Synthesizing? Yeah, synthesizing, like, some of the DNA, and it's making, like, not super soldiers, but it makes, like, people real strong. Yeah, real quick, yeah, like, yeah. The negative side effects of steroids, they're like, oh, well, we know it's there, but we know we've got it under control. Um, CEO, I was thinking Chris McDonald, who is Shooter McGalvin. From Happy nice. Gilmore. I like that. Because I think he also has that kind of like, you could have would be a bit funny, but then he does have the serious tone to him, where he's like, you know, like the classic movies would have like the CEOs and all the adverts walking through, being like, here at some of the tech, we've got things like this. It just points to like, you know, like, just like a random like janitor and he shakes his hand and things like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see him doing that really well. Yeah.
0: My, pe- my pitch was going to be uh, Chris
1: Morris. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, that's better, I think. I think that's actually way better. Also good to get Chris Morris in like, a genuine horror film is very funny Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I think he'd be great. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's good. But yeah, so the sheriff and, you know, the police and the company, they're in cahoots and they go back to the bar mm. and they're like, well, shit, we don't want to be arrested and charged for Moida, but also we can't just leave this alone, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe she mm-hmm. goes back to the boss and, and, and you know, John Goodman's like, well, what is this? What have I got? I've got hearsay from you and like these blurry photographs of something and, you know, a, a sheriff that's calling me up and saying, you know, one of my reporters has been breaking and entering and is suspected of murder. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do anything. What do you, what do you want me to do with this? And she's like, "I want you to be a yeah, goddamn yeah. journalist." And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. "God damn it! If I wasn't best friends with your father, I'd be firing you right now, or whatever, you know." But for the yeah. your father was the best damn journalist we ever had, and he died, and now I, oh, god damn it, I've got to give you
1: another choice. <laughs> he died down by the <laughs> he died down by the very docks you are investigating, and I'm sure it's not related at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um. I think it would be a good bit if he's just like, look, the chief's brain down my neck. You can keep doing this or whatever, but you've got to be, you got to do it in the DL. You can't link it back to us until the story's done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this has to be like off the clock kind of stuff. And then you can have him like, all right, so you have to keep doing your normal job. You can't research this, but we can't talk about it until the story's complete. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I'm disavowing you,
0: like, uh, Sally Fullstrings. Yeah. If you get caught again. Yeah. I'm going to say that there, it was nothing to do with me and you're going to go to jail. And she's like, okay, I can respect yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I've just realized that after us talk about how much we hate zombie films, I've cast two members of The, walk- two members of the Walking Dead. <laughs> it's, it's very fun. Sorry, let's return to the plot. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, they have
0: to go back again, right? And this time, one of them falls in the water and they have to see what's going on there. Right. And then, yeah. but they get away somehow.
1: Yeah. I reckon, I reckon Stephen Young goes in, right? And he's got, maybe he's just got a load of diving coming because he would have been researching already, right? He has a vague idea of the yes. place because yeah. he was already trying to figure stuff out. So I reckon Stephen Young goes in. And here's, here's I think, a nice little car or a little beat, I think, to the film. While he's in the water, julia Styles gets a phone call from John Goodman. And it sounds a bit weird and panicked and almost like he's hiding or something. And then he's just like, "Come to office," essentially, and it just hangs up, uh-huh. and like it's just that repeated over and over again. And then she's like trying to get Stephen's attention, maybe like flashing a torch in the water and stuff. And she's like, "Well, I can see he's still swimming about. He's obviously fine." Like, I, I'm gonna have to go, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean like, is like, so she gonna have to go? And eventually, he just pops up. No real information, say anything. And she just very quickly is like, "I gotta go. I got a phone call. I've, I've got to leave," kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She legs it. Stephen Young gets out and he's like well I'm not an idiot I'm not going to be here on my own this is unsafe kind of thing but as he does that he maybe overhears in like a security guard and again they're not meant to be there so he's like fuck gotta hide gotta hide kind of thing so he goes hides in the background mm-hmm. security guard comes over you know the classic torture around the ground be like hey is somebody over here kind of thing yeah. and then Stephen Young hears his voice Stephen Young's voice say uh, where are you going the exact way that he said it to julia styles before oh
0: shit yeah 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 The
1: security guard goes to investigate it big tactic or big you know like vine comes up grabs him drags him down Stephen young's like holy shit that was my voice and then he's like they can copy our voices and he's like oh fuck and he starts running realizing that julia styles has just gone to the office Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's John Goodman's not there at all. After him just being like, "I'm not dealing with this at all," so I don't want to talk about it. But he's just suddenly been like, "I'll come back to the office only 20 minutes later or whatever." So then David Young has to trace Julia Styles down.
0: That's very good. And then yeah, but maybe she gets there and it's not the you know Chris Morris is there, right?
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, it's Chris Morris. Apologies. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. As the uh, as the CEO, that's cool. I w- I wonder if maybe like. He goes down and he sees these plants, right? Mm-hmm. And people, uh, that are like hybrid plants and people, he's like, holy shit, holy shit. And he goes to swim up, but one of the vines wraps around his leg, mm-hmm. cuts his leg maybe, like, and his blood's in the water, you know? And, and he gets oh, a knife yes, and they. he like cuts the vine off and he manages to get out. And he's like, help, 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 you know, and Julia Stiles pulls him yeah. out. And he's like, holy shit, you know, there's plant people down there. They got me, like, his leg's cut. And you see, maybe like that, the there's blood in the water, you know. But slowly, the blood disappears,
1: mm, as like yeah, the yeah, you know yeah.
0: the vines are just like drinking it up.
1: Yeah, I think that's real good.
0: And then that's when she gets the phone call, and he's she's like, "Are you okay? Can you get back? All right, I've got to go see John Goodman." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'll hide here, you know, and and we'll re- we'll we'll meet her back at the back at the pub." Mm-hmm. And then that scene happens where he's like. Oh, they've got, you know, they've got part of my DNA and now they can mimic me. There's a Stephen Yun
1: plant person now. I think it's just the fact, I think it's just one of those things they've just become so good at camouflage, like the way you get carnivorous plants that they're just going up a level. Like they're just taking, like, amping it up to, like fuck yeah. levels. Do you know what I mean? Like, idea, all it took was them to hear him say something and the fact that they've got his DNA, they're able to exactly replicate what he said and distract the security guard That's kind nice. of thing. Yeah.
0: That's weirdly enough uh mac that you that you would come up with this idea i watched a movie called the ruins
1: oh yeah oh i think i might have heard of this is this an is this a max mexican film or is it
0: in it's set in somewhere in latin america certainly uh but it has almost exactly the same premise where there's like this carnivorous vine where the Mm. flowers can mimic you know sounds that they've heard and so one of the ways that it oh. tricks them is that it mimics like a cell phone ringing.
1: Oh, that is very good.
0: And they're like, oh, we've there's a cell phone down there. We've got, to go, we've got to go get the cell phone. And they go down and they get the cell phone, but the cell phone's broken. They're like, well, what was making the noise? And then they turn around and they see like the flowers vibrating and making the noise. And they're like, shit, it was a trap. The plant trapped us. And then they have to go. Uh, and then later That's on, they make, it makes like a human scream.
1: I very i actually think that's a very good little bit, yeah, I think mean, it's very cool.
0: so and no, I'm right. saying
1: that knowing that I've also accidentally come up with the same idea <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she
0: gets back to Judy Styles, Sally Forrings gets back to the office, and John Goodman isn't there, but Chris Morris is-, mm-hmm. and maybe this is exposition time. He's like, you've been a busy little you've been a busy little bee, you know, here's evil plan, and maybe he takes out like he, he's got one in a little jar that's like a flower with a tiny yeah. little like green, homunculus John Goodman in it that's like talking in his <laughs> voice, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we did toxic waste dumping and somehow this happened. And we don't know how, but we've been making super soldiers and wearing cahoots with the government and it's going to be military stuff going on and this goes a bit deeper than you could possibly know. Here's a big check... For you to fuck off you know never come back here again right here's a big check and you know and he's like this is I'm giving you a way out here you know we if we have to we will just kill you and nothing will happen but I want to play it fair, I want to be a good guy you know um your father was a respected member of the community so in you know for, for in in respect to that, we're giving you a way out take the check, leave town, never come back. And she's like, "Well, I can't do that." And he's like, "Well, then we're going to kill you and make you into a plant person."
1: Well, you know, we said earlier about the idea that they're they're using they're making synthetic parts of those plant, like DNA from the plant, to make everyone really strong. Yeah. Do you reckon he's real strong? I think he definitely
0: is. Yeah, and I think at the end he turns it Resident Evil style. At the end, he turns into a plant monster.
1: And he has to fight Michael Rooker and Stephen Young, which would be sick. Well, Julia Styles is saving the world. Yeah, Yeah,
0: because I think maybe that's what I think. Maybe she hits the check out of his hand and she's like, I'll never take your blood money. And like quicker than you can see, he's like got her up against the wall, like, you know, lift her off the wall with one arm. Easy as he'd lift like a book, you know, and he's holding her against the wall and he's just real casual. He's like, you've got to understand that, you know, I could kill you in like on the front steps of the police station, and the next I day the papers would yeah. the papers would report that you committed suicide, right? Yeah, I'm offering you a way out, but we don't have to do this the nice way. And he just drops her on the floor and he throws the check in her and he's like, think about it. Yeah, there's no way that this ends well for you.
1: Well, that's the, I think the, maybe right. I think maybe at this point you'd have to have it where like maybe some of the normie police officers have been killed. Right. Because I think you have to have something where Rooker's starting to be like, why, this is not right anymore, do you mean? Because we need to have him have the twist. Well, maybe Rooker's there. Maybe, have to have him.
0: maybe he's there for this confrontation yeah. and he's looking unhappy about yeah. it. And yeah. Chris Morris looks at... He helps
1: her up. He helps her up before he leaves. Just not like a big thing, just literally hand down and then turns away. And Chris Morris, you know, I mean? you know,
0: he's looking behind him goes like, is there a problem, Sheriff? And Rooker's like, oh, yeah. no, no, no problem. No problem.
1: Yeah. I reckon Rooker just, I, I reckon he just pauses for some This just goes, no problem at all, sir. And just doesn't, no, like, the Michael kind of head tilt thing you can imagine him doing just be like, nope, like, Yeah. Like a little, like, pursed lip kind of thing. Like, nope. <laughs> um, and then, like, whenever they go to leave, he turns, just helps you, he up. No, like, conversation, just very quickly, just one hand up, immediately turns his back again and yeah, he yeah. walks out before Chris Morris, you know, kind of thing. Um... I reckon at the same time then Steven Young has finally got to the building maybe he gets there right as they walk out yeah and uh, Morris could say something to him like you know just some little snide comment or something and then Rooker and Stephen Young kind of nod at each other because maybe we could have it that Rooker's they, or Stephen Young's dad did die at the docks maybe he was there researching this stuff do you mean maybe he was a cop uh-huh. that's why the whole they have a, ta- a link together you know yeah <laughs> Which would also explain why Steven Young couldn't just get a dock job, right? Because he's like, Well, I have no links in there because dad wasn't it. dad didn't work at the docks, he sure. just was there investigating or something. That kind of jazz. Yeah, yeah. Then how do we get from this to big final scene and also big monster fight? Well, I think
0: that Styles and Jun at this point are like, Well, we've got to burn this place down. You know? There's no other way to do it. Yeah. We've got to load up. And we've got to destroy as much of it as possible before they get us, right? You know, we've got to. T- we we might die, but we've got to take them down with us. And that's when they go maybe to Michael Rooker, and she's like, "I reckon," mm-hmm. you know. Um, Sally's like, "I reckon Michael Rooker, he's not all bad," you know. And they walk in, and Michael Rooker's like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah. Did you not just have the same conversation that I was part of? And she was like, "Listen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're going in." We're gonna blow this place sky high, but we can't do that without like, your help. You know, you're the only, you're the only person that we can come to that might give us the gear that we need. And you see him go. Well, I can't help you. You know, that would be that would be illegal and against the law. And as he does it, you just see him put his keys on the counter. And as he keeps like monologuing, yeah. he turns around and he's like,
1: yeah.
0: "Anyway, I need a coffee and a donut." And he just walks off yeah. and he leaves the keys on the table. And they're like, "Yeah." good shit
1: do you do you reckon during the monologuing is like and besides anyway how you meant to get how you meant to destroy the plant it's all underwater it's not like you get set fire to it because it's it's in the water obviously unless of course you know there was a company that had Note had already famously had loads and loads of surge that was already like waiting to be dumped at any second now and was very flammable before yeah, it sunk yeah, exactly. into the water. Yeah, just really give them a lot of information. <laughs> no chance.
0: First, you'd need some way to break into the police armory on the third floor just past the toilets <laughs> using this key. And then, after that, you, you know, you'd need these passcodes, which very... you have no way of knowing because they're in this booklet <laughs> that only I have and I keep on me at all times. And he just puts it
1: on the table like. <laughs> it's very funny to imagine Michael Rucker doing this monologue he's like well that's no no chance that happened whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like real angry southern gentleman and then just him being like um, like the whole thing about the sewage and stuff and he's like but hell, it's a good thing you couldn't do that because all it would take was so much as throwing a cigarette in the whole river would burn up yeah. anyway I gotta go <laughs> anyway yeah.
0: don't do any of that that would be highly illegal bye <laughs> and yeah. he just goes yep yeah,
1: but- I like the idea of him saying that and as he says it he just turns her lights a cigarette just like <laughs> a big cigar and like raises it to them and walks out yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's
0: good and so yeah that's how they end up yeah loaded up like big action set piece <laughs> finale
1: heading into the compound they- they play uh, midnight city by m 83 you know that film that song that was in like every two thousands action or 2010s action film? I for, like, don't know five the years. song, but I can imagine the vibe do you reckon? we're not going to get in trouble if I play a second of it because you'll know it after yeah, three yeah. seconds
0: go for it i don't again I don't know it, but I'm familiar ah. with the vibe
1: yeah. Just that as just like a montage of them going, getting weapons from the place armory. run, get, uh, you know, the factory. Yeah,
0: I don't even think, I don't even think that there's a load up scene. I don't think there's a load up montage. It literally just goes from like the door shutting on Michael Rooker, hard cut to them just in front of like the gates to the docks, just loaded down <laughs> yeah. with like an incredible yeah. amount of weaponry.
1: Two shotguns on each on the back, a full band layer of grenades, each one with a pistol in each hand. Yeah, full, like, SWAT body armour. Calf
0: knives. Yeah. And then they go (laughs) through, yeah, and they're just, they're going in, they're like grenades into all of the laboratories and they're like shooting down, you know, scientists and plant people and they're going lower and lower and then, yeah, they have to have a big fight with, like, plant person Chris Morris at the end. Who goes through like yeah. three different transformations?
1: I reckon, yeah, it just starts with just him and Steven Yeun just having a fist fight. That's it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then he's about to kill Steven Yeun while Julia Stiles putting some code in, you know, to release. Maybe the surge this is what happens.
0: Maybe they find the Super Soldier Serum, the Plant Person Serum, you know, and they're both quite like fucked up. And there's like Steven mm-hmm. Yeun's like, there's no way that we can make it down. Another two floors past all these. We just don't have what it takes. They're too strong. And then he sees this and he's like, unless. Yeah. And he goes to take it and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm not going to make it out of here. One way or the other,
1: Yeah,
0: this is the end of the line for me. Yeah, 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 But I can help you. If I take this, then we'll be strong enough together to make it down. So he like pumps himself up with plant shit,
1: you know. You have the whole the you whole know, being like, it's like, all I had in my life was I spent my whole life trying to prove something to my dad and he died before I got a chance to show it to him. I have nobody else left. You've got everything to fight for and you've got to tell the story because you're the only person people will listen to. Yeah. He's like this is he's like i have to do this this is this is what i'm here for you know yeah he's like i'm he's like i know i'm cannon fodder but god damn it, i'm gonna be the best cannon fodder i could be that kind of way yeah and then like just as you say just fucking jacks himself up on plants yeah
0: <laughs> and so it's him and steve and Good him and that. chris morris having like a super powered fist fight and eventually yeah. Stephen yun just punches off chris morris's head and they, he's like, Fan, thank fuck, it's over. But then you look behind him and you see that there's like vines growing out of Chris Morris's neck and they've all got tiny Chris no. Morris faces on them.
1: I reckon they're all growing out of Chris Morris's neck and out of Chris Morris's head. Yeah. And he, he gets like like the thing. Yeah. Where it's like he's got a little good. head, Chris Morris on tentacles. Nice. And they're just like a big body, like octopus Chris Morris jack in a way. Mm Like just the two of them fighting. And that's why Rooker has to join in there, right? Oh, you think Rooker comes in with a flamethrower, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I reckon Rooker appears with like a shotgun and just like blasts like the head one. He's like, I'm waiting to do that in a long time. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe what happens is like
0: he's Chris, the, the, the Chris Morris vines have got them both pinned down. And he's like, Well, it's time, to, it's time mm-hmm. to end this. You've been a thorn in my side. But ultimately, your deaths will be meaningless. And then that's when, bam! Like one of his heads disappears, yeah. and they all look round, and it's Michael Rooker. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's time to get it's time, time, time to get Rooker. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, he, he just says, Um, like he's like, You've been a thorn by his side for so long. And he's like, I think we had enough of thorns around here, if you don't mind, Mr. Morris. <laughs> yeah, and
0: then You're the three work. of them take yeah. down Chris Morris, and they're like, All right, quick, we've got to do it. And then and that's when they blow up. Stephen Ewan has to stay behind, obviously, and he's like, "We need somebody to set off the detonation," you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're like, "I reckon." And Chris, maybe, maybe Michael Rooker gives him his big cigar, and he's like, "You're a hell of you're a hell of a fighter, kid." Gives him the big cigar. Yeah. And Stephen Ewan just like sits down with his back against you know Chris Morris's dead body, just puffing a cigar, and he's like, "Fuck you, Chris Morris," and just flicks it. Yeah.
1: I like yeah, the idea of Chris Morris is like trying to reform again. Yeah, like, you know, like, he's exactly. He's just like reforming. And Stephen Young just looks down and goes, Don't waste your time, brother. Like that kind of thing. And you just see like the oil coming out from under the door, you know, where there's something like yeah. just the surge coming in. There's like, Don't waste your time. And he just like blows a cigar, just puts it into the surge, and you just see the room just fucking light up. Do you know that kind of That's very good. And like, you may hear Chris like, loads and loads of Chris Morris's, and then loads of other voices join in all screaming like no and like screaming like, all the plants are burning yep yep yep, yep. yeah and then at the end you have like the, the next day and it's like John Goodman is reporting the actual news being like you know more attack or whatever like found to be experimenting on people etc cetera, etc cetera, responsible for deaths at dock etc cetera, et cetera. yeah very be, cool yeah yeah big head of the big like you know Head of the paper thing, John Goodman hands over the the editor of the paper job to Julia Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- Steven Young posthumously gets the key to the city, and Rooker retires because he's like, uh, I know I helped, but I did too much bad. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna go and work in the city helping people because that's what people who claim to want to be in the place actually say they want to do. Beautiful, beautiful ending. Yeah, what a movie. The Host. Right, here's the actual plot, Matt. the to fuck off because it's
0: time for the plot. It's really happened, it?
1: In 2000, an American military pathologist orders his Korean assistant to dump 200 bottles of formaldehyde down a drain hey! into the Han River. We're on a, We're good, on start. a good start. We're on A-B. a good start, baby. <laughs> Over the next several years, there are sightings of a strange amphibious creature in the waterway and fish in the river die off. <laughs> oh. In 2006, a slow-witted man named Park. Did we say if Stephen Young's dad was slow-witted? We did. I think he is now. <laughs> <laughs> Canonically, he was all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, park Gangdu runs a small snack bar in a park near the river <gasps> with his father He Bong. Other family <laughs> He Bong, He Bong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a very different Ricky Martin son. <laughs> yeah. Other family members are Gangdu's daughter Heonseo, his sister Namju, a national medalist archer. Oh. And his brother, Namil, an alcoholic college graduate and former political activist. Oh, hello.
0: Do you think that she's a, do you think that she's a prize-winning archer will come back and be relevant to the story later?
1: Uh, no, but I think the alcoholic will. <laughs> oh, okay. I think at the end, they am like, if only there was some way of hitting that monster really far away, and he just throws a bottle of beer. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. A huge creature emerges from the Han River and begins attacking people, leaving many of them dead. Gangdu tries to grab his daughter from the crowd and run, but he realizes he has grabbed the wrong person's hand and sees the creature sm- snatching away Hyunseo and driving back into the river diving that is not driving after a mass funeral for the victims government representatives and the American military arrive and quarantine people who had any contact with the creature including Gang Do and his family it is announced that the creature is the host of a a deadly unknown virus Gang Do receives a phone call from Hiancio she explains that she is trapped in the sewers of the creature but her phone stops working Gang Do and his family escape the hospital and purchase supplies from gangsters in order to search for Hiancio Two homeless boys, uh, after raiding Hebong snack bar for food, are attacked and swallowed by the creature. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's So it's getting people. But it's coming out of the river, huh? Yeah. I mean, that was weeded. Ours we was just a plant. I guess so. Um, it returns to the sleeping area in the sewer and regurgitates them, but only oh. one of them is alive. Hianzio helps the boy known as Seju hide inside a drain pipe where the creature cannot reach them. Uh, the parks encounter the creature and shoot at it until they run out of ammunition. The creature uh-huh. kills he Bong Oh no. Due to the gang du, <laughs> the Our favorite character. Due to the gang Do miscalculating the amount of remaining shells in his shotgun when he gives it to he Bong Gang Do is captured by the army and Namil and Namju become separated from each other. Namil meets an old friend, <laughs> Fat Guevara. <laughs> good, 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 good. It's called Fat. Yes. <laughs> Fat Guevara novice building to ask for help And learns the government has placed a bounty on his family Oh Unbeknownst to Namil Fat Guevara has contacted the government So he can claim the bounty But Namil is able to escape after obtaining Hyun location Gang D over here is an American scientist say there is no virus and it was made up to distract people from the creature's origin. They are going to lobotomize Gang D to silence him. Oh shit. Oh god, I hope it's come from a I hope it's come from a factory run by Yeah, Kirk
0: I think it's cool that we did have, you know, this is very sort of corporate fucking subterfuge, mm, you know, yeah, government yeah. espionage and so on. I
1: think we got we're the, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. We covered strokes. up a lot of what was actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. When she thinks the creature is sleeping, Hyunseo tries to escape from a slayer using a rope she has made from old clothes. The creature awakens and swallows Hyunseo and Ju. God, this creature loves swallowing fuckers. Yeah, but didn't kill everyone that swallowed so far, so let's hold out hope. That's true. Gangdo succeeds in escaping from where he's being held by taking a nurse hostage. Namela meets a homeless man who helps him. The government announces a plan to release a toxic chemical called Agent Yellow into the river. Gangdu finds the creature and sees Han see arm dangling out of its mouth. There's oh. hope that's very funny for a big monster to just have a child hanging out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> he chases it to the location where Agent Yellow is to be released coming across Namju on the way the creature attacks a large crowd that is assembled to protest the chemical dump Agent Yellow is released which stuns the creature Gangdu pulls Hyeonjoo out of its mouth but she is dead though she is still clutching Sijoo oh. he is unconscious but alive See, Jew's alive. Aye. the little homeless boy. That is good. Someone not everyone's there. Well, no
0: pros and cons, then swings and roundabouts. Yeah.
1: Like when, when He Bong died, I was out. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Gang du, who is enra- enraged at his daughter's death, attacks the creature aided by Namel, Nam and the homeless man. They set it on fire and Gang du impales it with <gasps> a pole. We set it on fire. It. We did. Oh my god, we've done really well. And in my head, there was a lot of pole impaling. I just didn't think it was needed to bring it up because I assumed it was implied no sure it was just it, got, it went without saying yeah as they mourn for he and co gang do revive c sometime later it's seen that gang do has inherited his father's snack bar and adopted c while watching the river he hears a noise and picks up a bolt action rifle to investigate but finds nothing he and c have a meal together ignoring a news broadcast stating that the aftermath of the inf- incident was due to misinformation
0: wow that's the last line dang okay so they was a, that's a dark ending huh chris morris yeah. won in them in in that movie <laughs>
1: yeah we would never let chris morris we win. would never, never let chris morris win not after the amount of work he's done with glenner <laughs> no quite <laughs> so mac let's do yeah
0: media very very quickly
1: um uh i recently fuck i had this open sorry um Oh, I recently watched um, Now You See Me. What a funny, funny film. God, that's a good, yeah. <laughs> also... It's
0: so dumb, but much very good fun to watch. I
1: also recently watched Remember Me, which I don't want to make light of a tragedy, but Remember Me is an inarguably funny film. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'll check it out.
1: Matt, I, I genuinely, I would implore you, right? Mm, you do live with someone from America. I do. Look... If you got a chance to watch "Remember Me," knowing that it's it's not a good film, but is one of the funniest jokes in cinema history. If you watch the entirety of it, all right. I, I I genuinely every time I've showed it to someone, they have lost their mind about it. Okay, <laughs> but it's cool. not a good movie. But "Remember Me" funny gag just to make that movie. It's just it's just genuinely the, to make the movie itself is so funny. But it's it's also a shit film. But it, oh God, it's a funny bit anyway, Matt. Quick! All right, so yeah, cri- a
0: critical recommendation there for "Remember Me." Uh, I'm going to recommend the Great Muppets Caper.
1: Ah, yes.
0: I hadn't seen it before. I've not, I've not. It was a Muppet movie I'd not seen. Thought I'd seen them all, apart from the one for, with Ricky Gervais, which I'll never watch. But it's yeah. good. It's like a it's like a Muppet heist movie. It's fun. It's Muppets. Mm. They're always good value for money, except yeah, well, when Ricky Gervais is also there. Go watch it. It's yeah. a good movie. That's it. Great. Well, that's us. Matt. Goodbye. Goodbye, Max. See you next time for more spookums.
1: It's a girl there to be a a bad a bad boons. But it's boy. a great day. <laughs> Yeah, good. But it's a great day to be a poster boy. Goodbye, everyone. Good. Well done. <laughs> <laughs>